everybody. It's Lauren. And welcome back to another episode of We Are Judging You. So after a year away, we released our Turkey Day episode, part one, mini-sode part two, soon to follow. And we got a really warm response and a lot of encouragement from those who listened. Thank you. Thank you so much. We needed it. Okay. <laughs> like we desperately <laughs> really needed did. it. And to those who are enjoying the podcast, if you want to do us a huge favor, please share us with a friend, coworker, your mom, social media, baby mama, literally anybody, or follow us on Instagram. That would help us out so much in growing our podcast. And, you know, maybe we'd make some money off this damn anchor ad. I don't know. <laughs> maybe. Also, if any of you guys follow Am I the Asshole on Reddit and you see anything that is interesting or you'd like to hear discussed or you just want to know what we think about it, send it in. Again, on Instagram, you can find us at WJY Podcast. All right. Shall we get into it? Let's or get sh- into it. All right. Get into it, yo. What do we have to catch up on? I just slammed a tall boy white claw. So I've got a little buzz going. It's ideal circumstances. And don't worry. I've had half a glass of champagne. Yonam's catching up. Um. Anyway. What do we even have to say? Last time we talked, it was the day before Thanksgiving. And now we are a little less than two weeks out from Christmas. Yay. I bet you're excited. Oh, I am way too excited. I wrapped up Beck's plug your ears if you're listening, Beck, her Mickey Mouse dinner set today. <laughs> I cannot wait. I think she's going <laughs> to love it. Gotta love motherhood. Can't wait to spoil her ass. Um <laughs> Yeah, that's that's what's going on with me. Oh, and Yonam for Christmas took me to Poptopia in San Jose last weekend. We saw Doja and Sweetie and the Black Eyed Peas. And don't forget the Black Eyed Peas. And the Black Eyed Peas. And let me tell you something. I know what you're thinking. Not the same without Fergie. Correct. But. You're right. <laughs> but let me tell you something. Filipino was talented. She brought it. She was everything Fergie could never be except she didn't bring any of the theatrics. Yeah, she didn't even try the national anthem. She didn't try. She didn't even attempt it. Okay. <laughs> she didn't do the one-handed cartwheels. She didn't do anything. Yeah. But that's facts. she was uh, very talented. And I loved her energy. I love And well, well, hey. For me, she could have brought some more energy considering she brought enough. Sweetie was twerking that ass for an icy chain. That is the truth. She really was. Shout out Jen. Shout out Hannah. Shout out Sydney. The other girls at the concert. It was so much fun. Oh, God. It was a blast. It was rocket fuel time. Let me tell you that much. One thing about us is we're going to take a rocket fuel. Sponsored by Rocket Fuel. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway. Yeah. So moving on from that. Our rocket fuel. I too wish I had rocket fuel. I'd be dead on the floor if I had one right now. So anyways, our theme this week is parents who aren't your parents. And if you're wondering, what does that mean? It is. That includes like your godparents, your step parents, 
your not quite step parents, your mom's boyfriend, your dad's girlfriend, in laws, for example. I have a very involved godfather. That's for I sure. have a stepfather. <laughs> I have a bio father. I have some extra fathers, like aspiring fathers. I've say. got. <laughs> I've got parents. I've got. I mean, but again, I was raised by like a single mother. Mm-hmm. So like. She is who, like, felt like the. I don't know. She was very clearly my main parent of all of my parents, my many, 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 many parents. She's my main parent. I mean, like, I never even tried like asking my stepdad over my mom, because I mean, I actually remember the first time I asked my stepdad if I could do something, and it was basically because my mom wasn't answering my calls, and I was like. Oh, if I could stay the night at Megan's house. Cute. I was like 13 or something. And I usually like I would ask him for rides. Mm-hmm. And then I would be like, okay, mom, can I spend the night at Megan's house? Marcus said he would give me a ride. And she'd be like, oh, okay, fine. If you've already got like all this stuff figured out, sure. I don't care. But I was never like, hmm, my mom said no. Maybe I'll just ask my stepdad, you know, because that's like such yes. a thing. Because my mom did not play that shit. She would have just picked me up. Like, if she said no and my stepdad said yes, she'd be like, I'm on my way right now. Be standing outside with your bags. I, too, have some parents. (laughs) (laughs) I have my mother and my father who divorced when I was very young. I have my former stepfather who was with my mom from ages... I think I was six until 17, something like that. They're married for 10 years. So, and dating for however long. So 10 to 12 years. And then she got together with my current stepfather when I was also 17, I think. And they got married when I was 18 and have been together ever since. And I'm now 25. So they've been together for seven years. Um, and, and did what your mom say? Was that like law? Hmm? Like, oh, with my first stepdad, with any of your dads, with any of my dads, including my, my dad, dad. Yeah. Kind of. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just what um, I was well, trying to get at with my mom is like, she yes. was the main authority figure for me. I would say my stepdad was sort of an authoritarian period. My first stepdad, um, my former stepdad, I mean, my current stepdad is, he wasn't so much a parent to me as he came into my life in my late teens. Right. He is sort of a fatherly role to me, but he didn't have, you know, a hand in raising me. But my mom's second husband, um, no, he definitely disciplined me, and I could definitely ask him for permission to do things. Mm. And I don't know if that's because he came to my life so young or if maybe be- he truly did view my brothers and myself as his children. I see. So, hmm. but I would I would say my mom ultimately could overrule him, but it wasn't like an absolute. It didn't happen. You mean. It didn't. It did sometimes, but it wasn't like. Oh, James said yes. That doesn't mean anything. 
you know, it's like that definitely carried some weight. And as for my dad, I mean, it's not like my mom would implement rules for me when I was at his house, but I was at my dad's house one weekday every week and every other weekend. So I'm there like, like what, eight days a month, something like that. So, you know, like a third of the time. like what he says goes when you're with him. Yeah. But you're not really. I'm with him quarter time. So. Yeah. He's he's not making the most of his quarter time by disciplining me, <laughs> you know. That makes sense. And I don't – well, I think technically my godparents are maybe my aunt and uncle, but they're my aunt and uncle. So we didn't have any special godparent relationship. Mm. Although I have appointed godparents to my own children who are – special shout out to Hannah and Skylar, <laughs> godmother, godfather to my babies – so, so, like, what is your expected relationship between the godparents you appointed to your hmm. children? Is it different expectations from what you had with your godparents, your aunt and uncle? So I didn't even know they were my godparents until I was watching some movie, right, where somebody goes to live with their godparents. And I was like, Mom. James and the Giant Peach. <laughs> you know what? Maybe. Well, actually, I think that's just their aunts. His aunts. His aunts. Oh, God, I don't know. It was probably some, like, free movie on demand, to be (laughs) honest with you. But I was like, Mom. Shout out Xfinity. Shout out Xfinity. Rest in peace. Sponsor us. Sponsor us Xfinity. (laughs) Forget the rest in peace. So anyways. um, Anyways. um, I was like, Mom, why the hell don't I have godparents? And she's like, well, you kind of do. They're your Uncle Mike and your Aunt Verge. However... They live in Southern California. So realistically, if me and your dad both died, which is unrealistic at this point since we're divorced. Except for wrong again. Except for wrong. How because often is this going to come up? Throwback. They both had cancer a couple times. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyways. Anyways, in the event that they both passed away, even divorced, they, she said you would probably actually go stay with your grandparents, which I probably would have. So I found out I had godparents at like 16. And so I really didn't know I had godparents like that. So I guess my expectations for Hannah and Skylar are very different than mine because they were non-existent. Um, But I mostly made the decision on when Beck was born. I was like, who do I think would be most equipped to care for my kids in like two to three years? And I said, Hannah is going to be out of nursing school making that nurse facts. bag. Facts. And Skylar will also maybe be a nurse. So I was also like, facts. double nurse, they can take care of my kids. It's adding up. And that's pretty much where I landed. And also Hannah is one of my dearest lifelong friends. And I love her forever. And, and same, even though I don't have kids to appoint her as my godchildren or godparents, I would say, yeah, I love you very much. She's the best. And she's incredibly nurturing. And right now, she works as a pediatric nurse. Bonus shout out. That's my baby. Gotta love it. That's why I appointed them, my godparents. I was only asking because I've noticed I have kind of a unique relationship with my godparents. That you do. My godparents are not together by any means. They're just separate people who are really important to my mom. Mm -hmm. And... It seems like my godparents are people that obviously are really important to my mom, but important enough 
that she deemed worthy of me having my own special relationship with these people Mm -hmm. for the rest of my life. And I do. Like, I adore my Nino and my Nina Joy. Like, I see my Nino once a week, Mm -hmm. which apparently doesn't happen all the time for most people with their godparents. Like, I have such a special bond and relationship with him and my Nina, of course. But, like, it's not the same because he lives in Sacramento and she lives in Virginia. But she lives in Virginia. Oh, my God. Yeah. She I lived... assumed L.A. No. Deadass. I just she assumed. Lived... I actually went to New York for the first time to visit her when she lived in Manhattan. And then she moved to New Jersey and then moved to Virginia in, like, the last four years. Because. It'd be like that. It'd be like that sometimes. But anyway, I thought it was just really interesting. And I only, like, recognized this in the last two years when I asked Sean about his relationship with his godparents and he said he like spoke to them two times that is weird yeah it's super super weird I just didn't realize Hmm. that like I don't know I guess everybody's independent experience is what they think is normal oh absolutely so yeah Mm -hmm. I have always known my godparents and spent quite a bit of quality time with them because (laughs) I guess I thought godparents were like the parents your parents chose like for you like whether they're alive or not to be spending Mm -hmm. it's like your second if they had to choose extra parents they would choose these people Mm -hmm. whether they're alive or not I don't know I agree and that I mean that is kind of the basis I chose them off of but not even really because I would also consider you like well it's hard because Beck and August have so many like special aunties like you and Sydney and Hannah and Sura are special people to them but I chose godparents specifically on I'm like okay if like I to take care of them to take care of them but I don't know it's, it's interesting dynamic I mean like I guess parent dynamics are so interesting mm-hmm. and people come from all different kinds of like backgrounds, I guess you would say with that. Mm-hmm. Cause like culturally godparents, that's like, is that Catholicism? I think it is. Don't quote us. Don't quote us. And don't, don't quote us. Up. Don't look it up. Period. Period. Google is locked. Anyway, let's get into the first. Am I the asshole? Okay, so to start it off, we have this post by user Prego Mother-in-Law. <laughs> Am I the asshole for not wanting to kiss my pregnant mother-in-law's belly? Yeah. Huh. No. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. They're the asshole for that. <laughs> I wasn't thinking. Absolutely not. That's, like, really weird. Yeah. Is Am I wrong? I mean, no. On title alone, I'm just, it's so cringe. Like, for a number of reasons, I don't think I would kiss anyone's pregnant belly without I don't know it would need to be my idea and even then I can't tell how comfortable I would be asking anyone to kiss their pregnant belly okay as a former pregnant woman I'm shocked anyone wants their like belly kiss period I was like get the hell away from that thing (laughs) 
anyone Didn't people ask you at work like customers at the store would be like yeah hello may i or not even ask they would 100%. just be in your business one minute you're just talking to an old lady the second her nose is in your navel because she is kissing your stomach Which it was it's just so strange it's so invasive and also like i didn't even like my husband kissing my pregnant stomach that much it made like I didn't hate it. I won't. I mean, definitely not that. But I was like, you know, it's fine. It's just hard because in no other situation would anybody even consider kissing you. And that's what it was. It's like, so now you're in my space kissing my belly. Like if I wasn't pregnant and Cameron was just like, you know, kissing on my stomach, I'd be like, that's enough. You've okay. Gone too far. You need to stop. So, so for a stranger, yeah. I can only imagine. I don't know. Dynamics Ooh. are weird between mother-in-laws and the woman daughter-in-law. Date. Yes. Yep. Is that where yep. you're going with that? That's yeah. That's where I'm going with it. <laughs> but like, I don't know. I can't ima- there's like already so much expectation in general, not that like I'm saying this from experience, but there's so much expectation for the daughter-in-law to follow suit and whatever the mother-in-law's got yes. already got going on. Mm-hmm. So for something so like personal, what a drag to have to say no to. Like I would just wow. hate so much if my mother-in-law <laughs> expected me to kiss her, period, but to kiss her <laughs> pregnant belly. Well, honestly, the context of this, it's a little weird. I won't lie to you. It's a little weirder than the title even lets on to. Okay. So this is going to sound very weird, but it is what it is. My husband, Jason, 24 male, was born to his mother, Luna, 42F, when she was 18, almost 19, out of her first marriage. Now, Luna's from a rich Italian family out of Seattle, where people sound like they're from Fraser. LOL. So even though that marriage collapsed after Jason's birth, they didn't really struggle in the conventional sense, but they're really, really close to each other. Like he and she do Tom Brady kisses with each other. She does it with his sister too. Ooh. So do you understand what a Tom Brady kiss is? Yeah. Enlighten me. So Tom Brady kisses his like pretty old son on the mouth. Oh. I think he might be like 12. Okay. So that's kind of what I thought they meant. We could really go on a tangent here with that. My dad kisses me on the mouth. So I don't know, man. My family is all about that life. That's, yeah. So to each their own. I'm not really feeling I'm that. I'm pausing. I know. To each their own. However, this keeps going. All right. Continue. Um, <laughs> oof. That's doing a lot. We got married earlier in the year, but the entire time I've known Luna, it feels like she's been competing with me. Not in a way for her son's attention, I don't think, but as like a friendly rival or whatever. I don't know how to put it since it doesn't seem malicious. But like two years ago, she saw me doing an ab workout and she joined in and kept doing it until she was not only better than me, but had really good abs. That's to give you a glimpse as to our relationship. I got pregnant earlier this year. Unintentional, but we decided to keep it. And I kid you not, two months later, Luna was pregnant too. That felt really weird to me. Who wants their kid to be older than the aunt slash uncle? Real life, this isn't modern family. Almost like she wanted us to be sisters who got pregnant at the same time. 
I miscarried due to a really bad car crash we were in. And in his grief, it's like Jason completely turned to Luna while I was in the hospital. When I got out, it was really, really weird. Like after visiting his mom's house, he did the Tom Brady kiss with her and then kissed her belly because apparently it's what he did when he was three and she was pregnant with his sister. I was freaking out when she asked if I would do it too, but I did do it just to avoid causing a fight. Since then, I have left his mom's house early whenever we go, making up some excuse or another to avoid the belly kisses, parentheses, but we've had to do it like three more times. She's six months pregnant now, and yesterday we visited her house. There she showed us pictures of when she was seven months pregnant with her daughter, Rhiannon, 21F. They were of her nude, tasteful, but still, and some were of her and my toddler husband kissing her pregnant belly. She told us she wanted to do this again. Same nude style, and my husband agreed. Apparently, Rhiannon agreed to it, too. She wants me to do it, too, since I'll be the mom of her future grandbabies. I gave a non-committal answer when I got home. My husband argued with me on giving his mom false hope and telling me it was an asshole move to not just say yes. I tried to point out to him how <laughs> awkward it was and how I didn't feel comfortable, but he was having none of it. He hasn't stopped talking to me, or so. Yeah, but I know he's pissed that I don't want to kiss his mom's belly. Am I the asshole for how I went about the situation? Hmm. So, I mean, (laughs) like, this is like semantics, you know? It's like. No, of course she's not the asshole for how she went about the situation. Yeah. Of course you can be (laughs) direct. And I'm sure everyone would prefer that, but that would create conflict, which she was clearly trying to avoid. I mean, for her sake, it would probably be better to establish a boundary, you know, off the bat, that Mm -hmm. you're not down to kiss her tummy. Right. However. When does avoiding usually help? Yeah. But it's like, of course you're not the asshole. I mean, you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. But. That's on condition that you speak up for yourself. Mm-hmm. So that's really, really, really weird. Because <laughs> clearly this family has established, like, what they're comfortable with. I mean, mm-hmm. grown adults all being naked with their mom for a portrait. Is Am I misunderstanding that? I don't know if the children will be naked, but the mom will be naked for sure. Um. No, I think it's strange. I think it's like a. Oh, God, man. I don't know. It's weird. I think this is an issue of. It's just a boundary thing. And it's so tricky with in-laws. This is why this is themed parents who aren't your parents, because clearly the mother-in-law sees her as a fellow daughter because she wants her to be in this. Yeah. Nude kissing belly portrait. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the part that was really interesting to me is the way the daughter felt about her husband kissing Mm -hmm. the mother-in-law on the lips. Mm -hmm. And then it it clearly wasn't like a jealousy thing because she was expected to do it as well. And then and then you're like, okay, so how comfortable am I with the closeness of this family? Which makes me wonder like this kind of stuff has clearly happened in front of you before so like how is it now Mm -hmm. not like coming up but like it seems like a a boundary if it were going to be established would have already been talked about before this 
I kind of agree. It seems like you know that they are close, close. Okay. Yes. You're married. Like, you must know. Yes. So obviously the verdict here is not the asshole. I don't think there is an asshole here. I think no. this is maybe a compatibility expectations issue. Mm-hmm. And just like, again, people hate to do it, but you've got to be direct. When something is bothering you and it will affect you like this, you have to say something regardless of conflict. And on a side note, this user also posted additionally not posed as a question of am I the asshole, but posted in another subreddit called Just No Mother-in-Law mm. um, looking for sort of advice slash feedback. And I thought that might be a more appropriate place for this to be posted because it is more of a strange anecdote than like a moral dilemma. However... Yeah, because nothing's really happened yet for her to be the asshole because she hasn't committed to either standing up for herself or being bulldozed. Precisely. All right. So not the asshole. On to the next On post. To the next one. Okay, Yana, what do you have for us? Okay, this next one is titled, Am I the asshole for going to my in-law's house for the holidays without warning my husband? In parentheses, we're separated, and it was his turn to have the kids. Okay, so on title mm. alone, what do you think? Not the asshole? Are you kidding? Not the asshole, really? I mean, if her kids know, why does he need to know if well, she's not taking care of the kids? Hmm. Okay, let me read it again and make sure we're both on the same page. Yeah. Am I the asshole for going to my in-laws house for the holidays without warning my husband? So he's going to be there with the in-laws. Oh, okay. Okay. I was not hearing that correctly. Okay. Um. So then, yeah, it says we're separated and it was his turn to have the kids. So for the oh. holidays. So she crashed. Like she crashed, right? Yeah. I mean, that's. That's a little messy. I guess it all depends, doesn't it? <laughs> Gee. Okay, let's get into it. Um, I separated from my husband two years ago. We share two children, three-year-old female and five-year-old male. Um, and this year, it was his turn to have the kids for the holidays. I was nervous about our youngest going on a trip with him for an extended period of time as she has never before. And the few times she spent overnights with him have been pretty bad. Uh, <laughs> okay. I tried to convince him to stay here for the holidays, so if something went wrong, I would be close by, but he wouldn't listen and took the kids to his parents' house. Before they left, he agreed to keep me updated, but hasn't been responding to my texts or calls, um, and I had a bad feeling, so I reached out to a sister who told me my daughter was constantly crying and asking for me. She told me she had cried so hard she'd thrown up multiple times, and it didn't seem to be getting any better. It was her idea that I come here since even she admitted my ex didn't want me to know how bad things were actually going. I asked her multiple times if she was sure that it would be okay, and she told me it would be fine and claimed her parents would be happy to see me. I ended up going, and my ex wasn't happy to see me. He told me to leave, but his parents told me to stay. My ex is now accusing me of trying to ruin Christmas for everyone and thinks I've alienated our daughter from him, which is why she's reacting that way before I arrived. Am I the asshole? 
Um, oof. Oof is right. <laughs> There's so much going on. Oh my god. Uh, I feel so bad for that little girl. Well, good um, for everyone. I do too. To be honest. Because, like, the question is, am I the asshole? In general, yes. <laughs> kind of, yes, I think. In general, like, specific to him. To definitely. him, yes, but there's extenuating circumstances, which I think make her not the asshole. I mean, I think he, I mean, for context, if somebody, you know, your co-parent is supposed to be giving you check-ins on your literal children and you're getting radio silence, that is that is cause to panic, especially considering there's a history of things not going well mm-hmm. when they're alone with the dad, I would... I would be freaking out too. I mean, that in itself is is messed up and not that he should expect her to just show up, but it's like you he didn't uphold his end of the bargain. Like right. she's not hearing anything. I would maybe be like, okay, sister-in-law, whoever, mm-hmm. are things okay? Like did something happen, you know? Yeah, did they make it? Exactly. Did like I are they even there? Anything. And That's guess what? Scary. They weren't going well. Which is exactly why he wasn't telling her. Yeah, he could have at least lied. I mean, that's messed up too, but it's like to not say anything, not even just be like, oh, it's a little rough, but it's okay. Oh, no. That is, I'm like so hurt for for that baby. Yeah. No, it sounds really terrible. And I actually saved this for you. Like this was a blind Yeah, I haven't seen it before. Because... I obviously do not have children and I don't know if if I would react I don't know. I can't tell because I don't um, have children to know like if I would be freaking the fuck out or if I'd mm-hmm. be like, well, he says he's got it. I think that depends. I think one, it being your ex. Well, there's some context we don't have here. Being her ex and them clearly being separated. We don't know how often the kids stay with him, what the custody agreement is. Mm -hmm. It sounds like from this post alone, it sounds like maybe they're with her more because she's saying in the past it hasn't gone well. Yeah. Which to me, I would think if if they go over for like, you know, visits, so to speak, not like a regular every weekend or Mm -hmm. something like that with their dad, I would – I don't know. I'd be tripping. I would be worried yeah. about how well, it's going to go. Another point is she's only three. The baby's mm-hmm. three. So like to you, is that still like baby baby or is that like. Kind of. I mean, it's hard. I mean, it's not baby baby, but it's baby enough that like if they want their parents, they want their parents. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You can't really tell a three year old yeah. to tough it out. You know what I mean? It's not like with a five-year-old who's, you know, presumably in kindergarten where, you're, you know, that's still very you young. explain at least a little bit more. Exactly. For them to grasp that understanding. Other, like a three-year-old is going to be like, yeah, I don't that's irrelevant. To me. I don't understand that we're not even in the same city as my right. mom. They don't understand that. So I don't know. I mean, it's I would tricky. do the same thing probably. Well, like. <laughs> It's hard to say. I'm saying, like, not the asshole because mm-hmm. she was well-received. Like, by the everyone. sister was like, you need to be here. And the parents were like, no, do stay. So it's 
So the question is like, am I the asshole to my partner or my former partner or am I the asshole in general, I guess? In general. Because those are different, I think. In general, of course not. Right. Of course not. The greater good for your children is. It trumps everything else. It trumps everything. But to your partner, I mean, if I was in his position, would I be kind of pissed and maybe feel a little undermined? Sure. But also it's like, oh, you're alienating me from my daughter. It's like, okay, well, whether she is or not, your daughter's in distress. So you should probably focus on what's going to make her happy too. The best for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I guess I do get it because it's the holidays. Like this is – we don't know if she's – if these kids are staying with him for like the whole weekend, if it's just like for dinner. Like when is she intercepting? Mm-hmm. We don't, we don't know. know. Within this context, not the asshole. I'd say not the asshole. Okay, so this week, it sounds like there weren't very many assholes, which is a good thing, right? Yeah, good on you. <laughs> love to see it. We love to see it. We do love to see it. It's not fun for us. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. It's really <laughs> Okay, and so before we sign off here, just a reminder to please subscribe and leave a rating wherever you're accessing this podcast, especially if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, that really helps us out. It helps get our podcast out there and to the people. Yes. And listeners on Spotify, please look out for our listener, listener questions. questions. Well, if you liked our theme song slash intro, that is courtesy of our podcast editor, Aiden Ooh. White. Give yeah. it up for Aiden. Woo! <laughs> and if you did like it, please check him out on SoundCloud at Yachtson. And that is Yacht Sun. Okay, everybody. All right. Thank thanks for you. tuning in, assholes. <laughs>